And we're live. Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini, your host for the show at Daily Confidence. We share tips and strategies and actionable advice that you could use to boost your confidence in different areas of business, such as mindset, sales and marketing, finances, health and wellness. There's so many different areas. I have an amazing guest today, Susan Upstein. Welcome, Susan. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Great to have you. Just to remind you, gang, uh, uh, please to like and subscribe to the show on whichever channel you're on, whether on your Apple Podcasts or YouTube or on Facebook and different uh, channels. If you have any questions about what we talk about and our topic today is how to boost your confidence with groups and masterminds, which is a very important topic, pop your questions as a comment in the chat in the comment boxes and we'll do our best to cover your questions and answer your questions. And uh, don't forget again to like, subscribe, questions, tag a friend who could benefit from the, this conversation. And uh, that is it. Welcome, Susan. How's your day going? I am having a great day. How about you? Very good. So let me do the proper introduction, Susan, and then we're going to uh, you know get to a very interesting conversation here. Susan Opstein is the founder of Highly Profitable Practice which provides coaching and mentoring services to seasoned women professionals who want to scale their coaching business. Susan currently offers coaching programs that focus on designing, creating, and filling up groups and masterminds, including the best enrollment strategies. Susan noticed that women in particular want to be their own boss and venture into entrepreneurship, but often don't know how to leverage their time so that they can get out of the weeds of doing everything in their business. This mindset prevents them from becoming the CEO of their business and creating long-term financial stability. Welcome again. So Susan, what is your story behind what you're doing these days? <laughs> the long story, the Reader's Digest story. Give us, we, have, we have a good hour, so yeah, give us, I'll give you give a us some details on that, please. So you know, like you, when you were introducing me and talking about managing time and women and financial stuff, it was always important to me to be on top of that. Um, I used to be a psychotherapist and I realized early on that I was trading dollars for hours. You know, I would be seeing nine people a day and literally passing out at the end of the day. And it was really a grind. It really, really was a grind. And I did that for a very, very long time. Um, and I did it so, you know, I could have, you know, income that I wanted, but at the end of the day, it didn't even provide me the income that I wanted really, or the flexibility. So I decided to get into coaching because I thought coaching would, um, give me, you know, more of that. And also coaching wasn't something I had to have an office for because I could do it from my house. And this was about 18 years ago and it, there was no video like today, but still um, we had instant teleseminar and we had, you know, phones, which hardly any of us use anymore. We use Zoom all the time now, talk yeah. to everybody in our lives. Um, but um, it was it was um, really incredible. I, I, I switched over and just started doing parent coaching. And what I realized was that a lot of women were coming to me and asking me like, how do you have this really great business where you get to be with your kids and you get to not work a lot and you get to have people help you. And you seem like you guys are doing pretty good financially. And um, I 
also, you know, early on recognized that if I could have more people sharing time in an hour, that meant more time for me in the other hours. So I always have done groups. That has just been like my way of being able to double, triple my, my revenues, but also more importantly, to have time to do other things that I enjoy, like going to the beach or gardening or making pizza or doing the things that I like to do. So that's really, you know, so important that we don't work all the time. Susan, before I forget, I, I apologize if I butchered your last name. How do you pronounce your last name? Epstein. Epstein. You didn't oh. really, it wasn't that bad actually. Okay, all right, I, th I, th I, th I thought I butchered it. I apologize if I did. Um, all right, love it. So working with groups and, um, mm -hmm to leverage your time, which is very important. I mean, a, a lot of business owners have this dream of starting their own business to do what they want, and they end up working 60 to 80 hours a week. And at the end of the day, a lot of them don't build what they want. And so I love what you've done there. That is amazing. And so tell us about what you do and who you serve and what you do for them. So um, I generally work with, like you said, women. We do have men that come as well, um, but you know, I would say primarily women come and, and the people that come are usually um, in three different boxes. I would say um, they were either therapists like myself who don't want to do fee for service anymore. Um, they might be massage therapists, you know, other type of therapy that requires that medical model of implementation and serving, or they might be ha have been in corporate and they're just done with being in a corporation and they want to be their own boss, and they've had some experience training and coaching in their jobs uh -huh. in the past. Um, and also, other people might be like um, people that were teachers, or just people that feel like they want to, you know, help others. Um, we don't focus on how to coach. We assume that when you get to us, you've already got your training. We help you get into action and have clients that's where we shine and we think that the fastest way for you to make income in your business is to start with a group not start with trying to get 10 one-on-one -on -one clients i like that approach a yes. lot mm -hmm. hmm. i am the opposite tell of us tell us, tell us why <laughs> tell us the story and the why okay. behind that so Anybody who's ever done it, and I'm sure that people are listening right now who are coaches, you get your first client. It's so exciting, you know, and, and maybe they're paying you $1,000 a month and you've got your price and you're just feeling really good and you signed them up for 12 months and you're feeling even better. Then maybe you get another one because you're on a roll and maybe you get a third one. Then the first one comes to you and says, you know what? I, my dog got hit by a car. I've got to go to the vet. I can't pay you. Um, can we pause it? or something like that. So yeah. then they're over here. Then you're here and you're managing, you're trying to manage these two and you ran out of people to talk to because you've been going through everybody that you know. And then you're trying to find the next person. So you're always in enrollment and you're always playing whack-a-mole. It's just, it's Chuck E. Cheese. You know that game? Boom, 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 boom. You get two, one goes down. You get three, one goes down. It is very, very difficult to sustain 10 high paying clients at once, unless you are a superhero. 
you know, unless you're speaking to large crowds, unless you're doing live events, but if you're just, you know, a solo entrepreneur, maybe with a VA, that is going to be a long, hard road. On the flip side, if I said, do you think you could find 10 people to give you $200? You'd say, yeah. Nicely. And if they could commit to a, a year with you for the $200 a month to have an amazing experience inside that with your, where they're sharing, um, they're sharing you with each other. You have just made what? $24,000. Yeah. Yes. So a lot easier. Right. Um, and so my model is start a group and only do that. And here's the magic. You want me to tell you the magic? <laughs> Please do. So you're, uh, you, you get your fourth person into your group and it's going really well because you're so excited and it's a pilot and you're telling them all about it. And then you go and you make the offer to the next person and they're like, I don't like groups, Mustafa. Can I just work with you one-on-one? -on -one? Uh-huh. <laughs> Magic. Boom. Now you've got your person. They're warmed up. They love you. They, they have asked to be your client. You haven't chased them. You haven't had to enroll them. You only asked them to give you $200, and now they want to give you $10,000. So do you say yes or no? Oh, of course you say yes. Okay. Right. Because I'm not telling you not to get one-on-one -on -one clients. You should have some of those. But you should have them by but you're default. not chasing them. You should have them by default. They should come to you and say, I want you. Or, okay, three months into your group, this happens to me all the time. Susan, Susan, can I talk to you after? Sure. What, what's up? Can I buy an hour of your time alone? No, uh -huh. I, don't, I don't do that. Do you want to talk about doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and you can keep the group too? Yes. Boom. Add-on. Nice. Over and over and over and over again. So now you've got your 24,000 if you just even kept it to 10 people. You've got people upselling themselves into programs because they are enamored with you and they that you're really helping them move and they want to go faster. And at the end of that year, you were very capable of hitting six figures. Hitting six figures the other way, very hard. Very hard. So very I call hard. it the math. Yes, the math and the mindset. That's what it is. Absolutely, and it's and I love that it's leveraged, mm -hmm. and it's and in in the coaching world, mm -hmm. uh, it's easier too. You have less work to do. And people all support each other, and we're going to dig more into it. So why is it that you think that masterminds and group coaching and all that helps you increase your confidence? A lot of people, um, sometimes when I teach them about this method, they're like, I never led a group. I'm nervous to talk in front of people. So you practice it a few times. You learn how to facilitate. It just builds that muscle and it prepares you to even go out and do webinars later or to do um, speaking in person when you can. Um, and it, ju it just gives you that authority because you're leading the group and people are looking up to you. And it, it just builds your leadership. Yeah. And it's a really safe way to, to build that experience because it's contained in a Zoom room with not that many people, right? Versus standing on a stage in front of 100. Got it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and, and, and I like the fact that when people work in a group environment, there is that group wisdom and the collective wisdom. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. And, and as the leader, you don't have to figure everything out on your own. No. Right? It's like, what do you guys think? And obviously people think and they have opinions and they have experiences mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. really good and powerful. Hmm. Um, how is your experience with groups and masterminds? Uh, like what, how was your experience? How did it change? And why did you come up with this whole, uh, what was your personal experience? So I, I, I'm a, I'm a connector, you know, I love to be around people and I love to be in groups. And I, even when I had my first child, I was living in California in, in San Francisco and I didn't want to do it alone. And my parents were on the East coast and I looked for a community with other mothers with babies. And I joined this thing called birthways. And every week we went and we laid our babies on the floor and we, the eight of us talked together and then we formed a babysitting co-op. And I just felt like that support was just so essential when I was doing something new in my life that I needed guidance and I didn't have my family, you know? So there was, for me, that was early on that I, that I liked that kind of support. Um, later when I, I've been in book clubs, you know, many, many people have done that kind of a thing. And it's just such a, I don't know, there's something about being or, or volunteering for in a nonprofit and being with a team. And, yeah. you know, if you've been in a corporation then you've been on a team and you get the project done, there's, it's very, rewarding doing something together and using everyone's minds and the brainstorming it's just incredibly powerful yeah for personal transformation or for work or whatever you're doing it for so for me um when i was getting coaching for myself i joined a mastermind i joined a very big mastermind um and i was you know, I was financed up the wahoo for the mastermind, <laughs> it was a big one. And I went out to San Diego, like every single month to participate live in the mastermind. And I met some amazing people and we partnered and we did a lot of things and it was huge growth. And I will tell you that the people in that mastermind, there are probably six, there were probably 20 in it at the time, there's six that I have become so incredibly close to that they are my friends for life. So it has given me that kind of, not just when I'm in it, but long lasting friendships, like the kinds that you make when you're a child or the kind that you make when you go to college. It's, it's that when you really are being vulnerable with people, you, you connect with them on such a deep level that you just care about each other yeah. and you want to stay in contact. And I do a lot of buddy coaching with those people that I was connected to 10 years ago and still talking to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, people get to know each other and they get attached to each other. It's yes. The same experience with me. Like, yeah. um, as social animals that we are, mm -hmm. uh, it's very hard to operate alone. Yeah. And uh, yeah. this whole entrepreneurial world is, is, is so lonely and so difficult and so many things and so many hats to wear that doing it alone is just. I know. Uh, uh, yeah. the, the, the rate for um, mental issues mm -hmm. with entrepreneurs is about 70%. Average people is like 20% with entrepreneurs is 70%. I know. I know. It's, it's crazy. Well, it's a roller coaster. It is. It's sure support because you're going to have a great day and then you're going to have a not so great day. Mm -hmm. You're going to have talk in your head. And you need to talk to somebody to get the talk out of your head. So. Oh my God. Yes. 
Yes. We experienced a lot of different different emotions like within a 12 hour span or in 24 hours. I'm good. I'm not good. I'm good or oh, not good. Oh, 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 it's not good. Oh, Absolutely. I feel amazing. Right. <laughs> I mean, you showed up and you were glowing. And it could be that I get an email or you get an email right after this. You open it up and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a total, I mean, I think the roller coaster metaphor is probably perfect for it. Mm -hmm. you know? Although I like roller coasters. It's like, all right, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How do you get to like this roller coaster right? What is your tip? I have this practice that I do when I sit down in the morning. And it's nothing like formal or anything, but it's, I just say to myself, I am unattached. I am calm. I am here to serve people. I, I'm going to have a great day. And I am, I can't control it all. I can only do my best. And my best is not over talking people, not interrupting them, letting people be heard, listening. And then if there's a fit, then making that bridge and offering that. Or if I'm coaching a client, really getting, asking a lot more questions so that I'm not giving them an answer to something that they didn't ask and not landing, so to speak. So always being, I think, staying present in I'm doing this because for me, this is what I do. I help people. I'm helping people my whole life. And yes, I would probably do it for free. I'm not going to anymore because, you know, I'm just not there. But it's what it's who I am and it's what I do. So love it. That's I guess I don't know if I explained it. Yeah, I like how you described it. You see there, you're like, I'm unattached to what happens. So I can't control everything. Right. Yeah, I, um, I've i had a similar experience where I'm like, I I gave up trying to control everything because I simply can't. I mean, we try. Yeah. And then it drives us crazy with that whole mental uh, side of things. Right. And then we wear ourselves out. And then I think those people that are smart like you, they're like, all right, I better give up sooner than later because I really can't control everything. Right. So um, what are some myths around masterminds and coaching? Oh, I love this one. Uh, people think that they have to teach um, curriculum in a mastermind or a coaching group. You don't and have to? You don't have to do anything. You can just be in the gestalt, like be there, process. Who needs help today? Where are you stuck? What 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 are you going through? What have you accomplished in the past week? Where do you want to go next week? What can we, what can we support you with? Uh -huh. You don't have to have any courses dripping through it. I think a lot of people come to me and they're like, "But I could never do that because I don't have material or content." And I'm like, why do you even want that? That's a lot of work. So people, when you ask people at the end of a mastermind, if you're doing content and Q&A, what they like the best, and you say, what was the most valuable? And they're like, the part where uh, she said that because I was having the same problem, and now I know I'm not alone. That is, those are the 
the um, empowering the moments. Right. Not when I was teaching someone how to use PayPal. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. you know, I'm saying, yeah. yeah, that was helpful, but you can watch a YouTube on that. Yeah. It, it's the, it's the, the transformative moments, the shifts, those are what's important. So if you don't do that with people, then they're going to be multitasking during your group. So don't bore them with training. If you want to do a training, do 10 minutes in the beginning and use it as a theme to talk about stuff during the group. But Got don't it. drip your content through it. And, and people also think, this is another one, they think that they can't add people to a group that already exists because they think they have to do content and because they don't know how to catch people up on the content they've already delivered. How do you deal with that? You don't teach content. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so you give them, you could give them your course, do it on your own, come to the group, ask questions, but that each group is not dependent on the last week. You know, the group that we're in together, we just come in every, it's like a, a new experience each time. It's, it's like that rather than I'm here to learn how to do something. Go it, create a course if you want to teach people a process. But if you want to do a mastermind, that's about our brains. Like if you want to do group coaching, it's about a way to offer one-on-one -on -one coaching to a lot of people at the same time so they can afford it and so you can have more time to do the things you love. Group coaching is one-on-one -on -one coaching times 10 in the room. Mm -hmm. That's my model. Yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. So what do you what, what is that what is it that we we promise to people? So what I'm hearing is 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 just don't 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 promise a curriculum. Do we then promise support? Is that what it is? We teach you um, how to design and create and invite and fill and how to retain people so they don't leave and how to continue to add people and add value and keep it fresh. My group, um, I have two groups right now. The first one's been running since uh, January 12th, 2016. Never stopped. We, we have 50 current members right now in that group, 50. That's one group. Um, my goal this year is to get it to a hundred. That's my new goal because I really want to help a lot more people. The other group that I have, I started a year later. It's a high end group and I purposely keep that one a bit smaller, but I do add a couple of people, maybe five or six new people a year, but I have people in my group that have stayed for two or three years. And that group has about 20 people in it. It's for people who are, you know, over six figures and beyond. Um, it's a, it's a bit of a different experience than the other one, but these groups, I never have to create another group. I just have to enroll and pop them into whichever one is the right one for them. All right. So what's your take on the number of people in the group? How many people should be in a group? Should we, should we have a cap? Yeah. And how do we deal with uh, people that say, Oh, I'm a member, but I, I didn't get enough time or I didn't get to share or whatnot. So I, I love that question because that should be your best problem. 
Okay, good. Uh, well, I, I guess you if you have that, then you're, you're oh my crazy. God, they're all going to come and line up and be in my group. But it, it's you got to work it. Like it, it's not like, yes, it's magical, but you still have to um, make offers and roll people and put them in the group, and you have to do all that work as as the the leader. So it maybe if you were doing your group for three or four years, you you might be where I am, and I'm still not at a place in that group where we don't have time to help everybody who wants to be helped. We have a system where we have people rate how much time, how much, how urgent their question is. So we have them do that in the beginning of the call. Then we organize the call. And then oftentimes when you get to the person that's a two, they're like, oh, she answered my question. I don't need help anymore. So it kind of does that. And then people, sometimes people say, well, I'm just listening today because I want to absorb it. Or, you know, my kids are acting out, so I'm not having my camera on and you know, the more people right. you have, it's, you know, people, not everybody who's a member comes every time either. So on the flip side, you do not want to launch a group until you have at least eight members. At eight least, members. at least, because your next, after one or two weeks, you're going to have six. And then somebody's going to get sick and somebody's going to drop out and you're going to have five. And then six months down the road, if you don't add anybody else in there, you're going to be looking at one person. And at the end of this thing, in nine months, you're going to be looking at yourself in the camera. So mm -hmm. you don't want that. You want to really overshoot. So I tell my clients to try to get at least 10 to 12 people for that initial one. So it's a group. So worst case scenario, in a couple of months, if you didn't add anybody, you'd still have eight people on the call if four people didn't come. You still have a group. You got it. Right. So question, how do you go between filling the gap between when you first uh, sign up the first person until you get to the eighth person? That might take some time. No. You, no? It's, it's a sprint. <laughs> so um, we do it. We, we teach you in our program how to do it in under three weeks. You design, okay. you design and then you invite. There's no sales page. There's no um, funnels. There's none of that stuff. It's 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 organic. It's pilot. It's want to come to my potluck. So we teach you how to mine through your contacts. Look at the people that you want to invite. Tell everybody. And I, I kind of say like, if you were going to open up a um, a dog grooming um, uh, uh, shop downtown in where you live, what would you do to get clients? A dog grooming shop downtown. What would you do? Would you do? The I first thing that you would do, owner. you right? Would you call everybody that you knew in your life that had a dog and say, "Bring your dog, and I'll give him a free clip." Probably. Right. So, why do we think we have to go through sales pages and funnels and all kinds of stuff if we're having a a, a pilot? Why don't we just go to our low hanging fruit? People who told us no when we offered them the thousand dollar program. People that um, we know that we've met through other groups that we've participated in that might be a fit for our, our program. Friends that we can say, I will give you a free pass if you if you swear up and down that you will come and you will not bail on me because I need another body. Um, so there's, you. it's not about the money for the first eight to 10, it's about the bodies and the commitment. So okay, you do everything okay. that you can, you stay up till midnight until you fill it. It's It's a decision. Yeah. Hmm. 
So and, and, and I think as, as yeah. soon as you have those eight people, then it builds your momentum to, to attract more people. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, I have a group of eight. Do you mm -hmm. want to join us? Right. Or be left out? Right. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. You know, I the like other that. thing, the other thing people do too, that's a mistake is that they start enrolling too far out and people won't give you money if it's too far out. They won't commit. So if I said to you now, I have a group and it's starting after Labor Day, you say, well, you know, let me know at the end of the summer. But if I said, I have a group and it's starting on August 17th, do you want in? You're going to say, well, tell me more about that, right? So, and can I get your your payment right now? Because you're in, you're, you're you know, the last person I'm admitting. So we do a two and a half to three week invite. And then, of course, after. But just to get that, the momentum of the people coming in. Yeah. Got it. Um, who is who is mastermind groups and group coaching programs not for? Mm -hmm. It's not for people who don't want to work with groups. Okay. I mean, if you are uncomfortable with groups or you just really like the one-on-one -on -one thing or you're not a people person... You know, there's a lot of people in our space that are digital marketers and they just like to create courses and that kind of stuff. It probably wouldn't be for you. Uh -huh. so I would say, you know, you probably want to be a coach. Um, you could be a teacher. I mean, teachers um, often like to lead, you know, groups. And I, I do have a lot of teachers that come in. It's great for healers because they can give people an experience like, you know, Reiki or or uh, tapping or something like that. They can do it in a group. It's very effective. So I think it really, if, if it makes you queasy and you don't want to do it, then, and you're not sure, then join one first and see if you like being in a group and watch the facilitator and learn from them. And then, you know, when we bring people in, into our programs and we say, you know, you're going to do a group. And I said, and guess what? You get to be in school at the same time because you're going to watch how we do our groups and you can copy it all down and and just see how we structure it and how we remind people and how we keep it fresh. And you're going to get like, like a you're not just you're not taking a course on how to do groups. You're going to be in an experiential thing where you're learning and being and experiencing. And then you can take those things and put it into the group that you create. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Now, what is something that um, no one really knows about um, offering group masterminds, like some of the things that people don't know about. Um, they don't know that it doesn't matter when you have it. What do you like, mean? What time of day? People sometimes turn themselves inside out trying to pick the perfect time for the client. <laughs> okay, so tell me more what you mean. So let's say, um, I think I know what you're talking about. So let's say I'm really worried if 10 o'clock is going to work for them or not. Right, because you live in California and then it's a different time on the East Coast. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Because it's not about money. We know it's not about money. It's not about time. It's about do I want this? And so they'll make it happen. And I learned this a long time ago as a therapist. Like I used to you know, have evenings and then I didn't anymore. And guess what? They found, they figured out how to get an hour off from work and come and see me anyway. So it, 
people want that relationship, they want to do it, they'll, they'll make an arrangement so that they can be there. So I say, do it when you are at your best. If you're a morning person, do your mastermind in the morning. If you are an evening person, then do it at night. It doesn't matter. It's about you because you're the one who has to lead the group. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It, it, okay. At the end of the day, it doesn't really don't don't sweat it too much. If no, they want no. in, no, do it when you want. Will. Yeah. If they don't want in, don't do it on a Monday or a Friday. Just don't do it. Go and do it on a Monday or Friday. No, there's two Mondays. There's too many holidays, and you'll have to keep um, canceling get, and, get, and, and, yeah. and people get mixed up, and they'll be really upset. Fridays, nobody works. So keep it in the three days and you're good anytime you want. Great. Oh, yeah. Wow. You've been leaving, uh, you know, sharing a lot of good, good um, uh, actionable advice here today. Um, now, Susan, please tell us about your gift and what you're sharing here with us. Yeah. So um, I'm doing a training actually about what we're talking about today. It's called Create and Design Your Group Coaching Program. And we have a link where you can register. It's for free. It's, it's a masterclass and I'll be teaching it next week. So just click the link and you can um, opt in and make sure that you do the double opt in thing. So you get the reminder emails and you're all set up and you'll get the date and time and in your own time zone and you can add it to your calendar and all that. And we even, I think, have a thing where you can, um, Ask for text reminders if you need to be reminded. So make sure that you register yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I I always sign up for the text reminder because yeah, it, I always forget. It's uh, really good. I to have ADD, yeah. and last second yeah. I forget, and I need a ton of reminders about things. Again, if you want to learn more details about how mm -hmm. to run your own group coaching program, I mean, she just shared a brilliant coaching model mm -hmm. where you don't get hung up on signing up. One-on-one uh, -on -one client, it, it's more leveraged and easier to do and attract people into a group coaching program. Join Susan's How to Design and Create Your Own Group Coaching Program Masterclass. It is happening next week. The link is in the comments below, and it is in the descriptions of the show. So go ahead and sign up. She is brilliant, and uh, she obviously knows what she's talking about. Uh, if, uh, if you just joined us recently, go in the beginning of the show or the audio part and then listen from the beginning and you'll see a lot of, uh, you know, brilliant uh, tidbits and uh, what you could do basically today. Actually, she, you just answered a lot of my questions, yeah. which was brilliant. Good. Right? I love, yeah. love it. So um, the link is in there and let's uh, move forward. Now, let me ask you some personal questions. Is that okay? Yeah. So what's something new that you have tried recently? I, I actually, I was talking to you about this when we, when we were preparing for the call. Um, I ordered this um, uni pizza oven. I already told you about that. Well, uni it, pizza I mean, oven. Yeah, it's, they, they make them in um, England or in Wales or something. I don't know. And it finally it came and it's this big pizza oven. And I watched like 20 videos on YouTube on how to do it. And, and they make it look so easy. So I made, the, well, I sent away to Amazon and I got Italian zero zero flour because you have to use a certain flour. I didn't know that for high heat, like 900 degrees, that's that, that can take high heat. It's very thin flour. So I got the flour, I got the yeast, I made the dough. It was beautiful dough. It was gorgeous. So then we set the oven up. My husband hooks it up to the, you know, the gas tank and cause it's a gas 
gas thing outside on, and on the deck. And we make our, we put our first pizza, it's called launching, just like, just like programs that we do, you launch your pizza. So I launched my pizza and it was like, it ended up looking like a calzone. It completely like messed up. So, oh, like, really? so we pulled it out and it was like half burned and half disgusting. And, but we ate it anyway, because it was the first one. Then we did another one and that one came out okay in a, in a hole, but he still wasn't good at the getting the peel in and turning it and getting the peel in and turning it. So then we put the third one in and Michael did it and he put a hole in the middle of the pizza. So that was our, <laughs> so we're going to do it again next week. And this time I'm not going to make my dough as it's the same with business. It's I'm not going to make my dough as thin because it tore. I'm going to turn the heat down so it doesn't cook as fast when I originally put it in. And I know I'm going to have really good pizza next week. And that's the same way I approach my business. I try it better done than perfect. Then I do it again and I tweak it and then I do it again and I tweak it. And it's making pizza is the perfect metaphor for launching masterclasses. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> making pizza is the perfect metaphor for launching masterclasses. Look, and as usual, it takes a few times to, yeah. to learn it. Yes. Right. I mean, yeah. So does, it, does it work on charcoal or is it on propane? Propane. Um, okay. You can buy them with both or you can buy them just with char charcoal or wood. But I didn't want to mess with that. So I'm just doing the, you got to get one. And, and we'll make videos together. We, we were joking after that we should have done the unboxing. Yeah, you should have. We should. And then all the mistakes we made. So it would be like yeah. a Saturday Night Live thing about, you know, yeah, like, right. My pizza really looks like this guy in, you know, Ireland's pizza. Like my pizza does <laughs> not look like <laughs> I bet if you make a YouTube video, how to not use an uni pizza oven. That's it. Yeah. Here's the mis mistakes that we made and how to avoid them. That would yeah. get a ton of views and clicks. And <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this weekend. You know, that's, I'm going to totally do that. Be a good lifestyle thing for. This is what Susan does when she's not coaching, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So next question. What are your top two or three favorite books that have made a massive difference in your, mm. in your life or business? Oh, my gosh. So number one is Drive by Daniel Pink. Mm-hmm. Daniel uh, Pink? Pink. Oh, my gosh. He is brilliant. And I've read every single book he's written. He's written To Sell as Human. He's wrote a book called When, and then he wrote that book that I just said the name of, which I told totally you. Thrive, yeah, drive, not thrive, drive. Yep. All about, it's all, drive is about motivation. When is about why people do things when they do them. He talked about like he he he's kind of like this sort of like like thinking amazing person who pulls together research and then makes it consumable and readable so that you really get and understand things. So like one of the things I remember from the book when was people often make huge changes in their life. Do you know when they do that? Tell me. They do it at their decade birthday or before. So right before they're 30, they, they do something right before they're 60, right before they're 40, they, they do something like, I have to do this. And I was thinking back and I remember that 
before I was 50, I said, I want to run a half marathon before I'm 50. And I had all these friends that were being 50 and they were like, I'm going to run a half marathon when I'm 50. I'm like, no, I'm doing it. Why would I wait? How do I know if I can do it when I'm 50? I'm going to do it when I'm 48. So, but it was because of the decade coming that I made that change or I'm going to be 30. So I need to have a baby or I'm going to be, it's, I need to buy a house, you know, people make yeah. So he, it was just really fascinating why people yeah, do it when they do Yeah. But people so, say, I want to retire by the time I'm 40. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So he's amazing. I, I read, he comes out with a new book and, and I love him too, because in the book, when I think it was like three quarters of the way through it, he has like, if you've read this far, <laughs> send me an email and I'll send you a book plate. That's so cute. I just thought that was adorable. What is a book plate? It, he signed his name on a sticker and you put it in the front of the book. You know, so it came in an envelope from him. And then he wrote me a personal email. It was so amazing. That is brilliant. I know. So he's my, and then he has a thing called the pink cast, which he does a once a month or once a week video blog that you can get in your inbox. And it's a minute and 30 seconds long where he interviews somebody about something, some advice that they can give within a minute. And he's hysterically funny too. So I'm very into him. So that's that's the books that I that have I would say have really influenced me. I think um, I'm into him now too. You will love him. You will love him. And I'm think of um other book. Um oh my gosh. Um I love poetry. So this isn't about business, but I um grew up reading poetry and my father reading poetry to me. And it has made me um I think more creative, more sensitive, more thoughtful. And I go to it when I need to relax. And so yeah, I have poet. Emily Dickinson. Yeah. And you know why? I don't know if you know her, but she, no. oh, her, her poems are short and simple and succinct. And she delivers in very few words. And you know what? She she was a woman when she wrote in the, I don't know, 1600s. And she was never published because she was a woman. So it was all published after she died. And she, she lived during 1600s? A long I think so. 16 or 1800s. I can't remember exactly which which century, but she she maybe it was 18th century or 19th century, but she was not recognized as a poet until because she was a woman. Death, right. And wow. she was from um, uh, Northwestern Massachusetts. And so she, there's a, you could go to her house if you live in, you know, near, near me, you could visit her gravestone and see her. Oh my God. That is the most, um, amazing poet. I, I use a lot. Sometimes I, I include her poetry in my emails to my clients. I, I grab lines from it because it's, they're just so amazing. Do you ever study Romy? I have, yes. Okay. Do you yeah. like him? Yes. All right. Yes. Interesting. I don't read a lot of poetry, to oh. be honest with you. Maybe I should. Read it to your children. Very interesting. Huh. I will. Let me yeah. write it down. Read yeah. poetry. If you read poetry to your children, you create such a bond. 
You know what I do to create a bond with my kid? I wrestle with him. <laughs> There's that too. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. Yeah. And then mom is saying, enough, boys, enough. <laughs> no, she actually likes it because I take them away from, I have two boys. Yes. I take them away from her. So, <laughs> and they, they kind of like empty their energy and frustrations on That's me. So it's a very bonding experience. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> um, so next question. Yeah. If you had a Facebook ad or Google ad or an ad that everyone on the web could could see, mm -hmm. what would your message for the people of the world be? You are enough. Tell me what you mean by that, please. People um, spend a lot of time trying to fix themselves. Um, you see that kind of in our industry. Um, I just need one more certification. I need to know more. And they'll come to me like sometimes with a, three PhDs. And I'm like, what you did for your PhDs is so much harder than having a coaching business. I, I can't believe, like I, I know I didn't get a PhD. Like I'm not gonna go do a thesis and defend my arguments in front of people. Like this is not that. You are enough. You know enough. You're good enough. You're good enough. It's it's really, there's nothing else you need to know in order to help people, you know? And I think for all of us, we we have a neg the negative self-talk, like, I, I, I'm not good enough. I'm an imposter. Nobody, was gonna, nobody will like me. Nobody will be my friend. Nobody will hire me. Um, nobody will pay me. Nobody will pay me as much. But they will. Yeah. But if you walk around with that face on and that talk in your head, of course they won't. It's repelling. You, you have to you have to know that you um, that you know your value without being a jerk about it, I guess. I mean there's Do you that, have any <laughs> you know absolutely. I, Do you have any tips on how to overcome or how to change that um hmm that inner talk that when they yeah. say I'm not enough, nobody will pay, you know, mm -hmm. did you go through a phase and did you have, do you have any process on how to deal with this? Yeah. I mean, I, I got a coach. I mean, I mean, I, I was not going to DIY that myself. Like that is what you could, well, that's why you get a coach. My coach said to me when I first started, you know, what are you charging for this client? And I said, 500 a month. And he said, why? And I said, because when I was a psychotherapist, or still am at the time, my charge was a 125 an hour. So I was thinking, and you know, at, okay, four times a month, that's $500. And he said, well, what would happen if you asked for six? And I'm like, <gasps> you know, I, I, I would just choke on it. And he said, I just challenge you to do it. And I'm like, okay, like maybe, you know, and then I did it and the person still signed up. And then the next week I did 700, then I did 800, then I did 900, then I did a thousand and I got to $1,200 for, for parent coaching by just spitting it out. But I wouldn't have had the support. I wouldn't have thought of to do that myself. I would have still been charging 500 a month and working twice as hard as I, I was if I hadn't had somebody telling me it was okay and that I just needed to you know, try it and that we could talk about it after and, and see what happened. So I think that um, support is so, so important. Um, and, and really asking yourself, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? They could say, well, no, I can't afford that. And you could say, well, what can you afford? And you can say, they can say 500 and you can say, okay, 
<laughs> I mean, you're not going to die, right? So it's not the end of the world. No, you're when you when you peel back the questions and you say, well, what's the worst thing that would happen? They would say no, and if they said no, I would get on the phone with the next client, right? I mean, it's but it feels like there's this like we put ourselves in this life or death <sighs> because we're so attached and. The only way that I know how to get better out of that is to get help. Absolutely. How do you deal with, you brought up a really good point. When someone says no, mm -hmm. right? My price is a thousand. Yeah. And they say no. And then I, I, I know from my own experience and a lot of people that I work with, that affects them. It affects us as yeah. our, our, our confidence. Mm -hmm. How do you get past that? If they tell me no? Well, I yeah. don't. I don't take no for an answer, but that's me. Tell me more. Um, so let's say that you just yeah. decided to raise your price. You went from to from five hundred to a thousand, and they're like, "No, I can't do a thousand. And and here's the immediate reaction: I'm going to go back to five hundred. That's going to work better. So I would say that I would say something like, "Well, um, there's two ways to pay. You can full pay." at 9997 for the year and then i stop talking and just let that sorry i don't know how to stop this because it's a i just have to let it go that's okay press the side button i know but it's a it's a ring through from my husband i have it I hung up on him. Okay, there we go. They have pass through because of parents, you know, pass through, yeah. pass through on the phone. So um, anyway, so, and then I would just be quiet and wait to see what they would say. And they might say, oh, wow, I don't have access to $10,000. And so I might say, well, um, I have a payment plan. Would you like to hear about that? Okay, well, what does that look like? Okay, well, it's, 12 payments of 997, which is a better fit for you. One time or? Or once. And then they, well, so I would save $2,000. I don't do the math for them. I would save $2,000. I'll let them out loud talk. If I paid in full, I don't know where I would get the money. I really want this. Would you like my help in trying to figure that out? Yes. Okay. All right. Go get your credit card and we'll start canceling stuff. <laughs> <laughs> People have so much stuff that they don't even know they're paying for. I save people, I mean, incredible. I do this with all my clients. I'm like, let's do this first because there's stuff that you're paying for that you do not need. You do not need three platforms. You do not need you know, 17 merchant accounts. You do not, you, you do not need to pay for the ultra, ultra pro webinar zoom package. If you never do webinars, you know, I mean, there's a million things there that, things that yeah. people That's that don't really, that aren't seasoned don't think that they need. You don't need a website. PS. You can do everything you need on LinkedIn and, and do that later when you have money. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. So I help them, um, and then there's the question of the, like, what's the cost to you if you don't do this? Yeah. What's the cost to you if you don't do this? You know, like what's gonna, if you don't take action now, 
because I've already, you know, created the pain in the call, then what's your business going to look like? You know, when I was being offered my first coach, he told me how much it was. And I almost like had a heart attack. I couldn't believe how much money it was to get coach business coaching at the time. This was 15 years ago. And so I said, no way, I can't do that. I can't afford it. And I got the phone went in the kitchen and I said to my husband, this crazy guy wants me to pay $1,300 a month for coaching. You know, that, at that point I said, that's our mortgage. Like how do I, and my husband looked at me, he was the wisest man in the world. And he said, what are you going to do if you don't hire him? So now I ask people that, what are you going to do if we don't work together? What's your plan? Great question. What's it going to look like six months from now if you don't take action on this? I'll probably have to go get a job. I won't have the business that I want. You know what? You're right. Let's do this, Susan. I'm going to put that. Gang, if you're, if you're listening or watching, that's something that definitely needs to be on your sales yeah. conversation. What are you going to do if you don't do this? Yeah, what's your plan? What's your plan? Mm -hmm. I'm literally writing it down. That was great. Yeah. What's an advice that made a big change for you? Mm. Yeah, my first coach told me that um, to always ask myself, and I do this every single day, multiple times a day, is this the best use of my time, my talent, and my abilities? A time talent and abilities yeah so i'm looking at i'm looking at facebook and i'm going okay enough is this the best uh, use of my time talent abilities well if i'm looking to connect with a client yes but if i'm just reading about people's cats and dogs maybe not right and <laughs> if you're trying to convince yourself that that's a good way to find clients right probably not probably not right <laughs> um if i'm building a website I ask my clients all the time, is this the best use of you? If you're doing building the website yourself and you're not a tech person, is this the best use of your time, your talent, and your abilities? And they're like, no. Should I clean my own house? Absolutely not. My time is worth more than someone I can pay to clean my house. It's not the best use of my time, my talent, or my abilities. I am a very good cleaner, but it's not the best use of my time. Six yeah. hours on a Saturday, no. If I did six intro sessions on a Saturday, I could make a lot of money, a million more monies <laughs> than I pay the person who cleans for me, right? So yeah, always yeah. asking that question has prevented me from doing things and getting the shiny objects and the squirrel syndrome and all that stuff because I just stay with the simplest version of everything that I have and stay focused and move forward on it. And I don't complicate it. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. What advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Oh, my God. Go to college for advertising. <laughs> What's the story behind that? I just, I love writing copy. I love making things up. I love creating content. And I didn't know it was a job. And and it is psychological. It is. Yeah. And I There's didn't, I never, um, in my in in an offering like in high school it wasn't something that anyone ever talked about like people didn't say well i'm going to college to become an ad man on 
on, you know, in, in Manhattan, like people didn't talk about it. It was, you were going to be, um, you know, a social worker, a nurse, a doctor, a lawyer, maybe a CPA. I don't even know if I knew what that was at the time or a teacher, you know, and of course I'm dating myself, but that nowadays, you know, kids have such a wide range of things that they can uh, choose from that are really creative jobs. I don't regret doing what I did because it definitely set me up for what I'm doing now, but I think it would have been a really, really enjoyed um, being in a creative space a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. I love it. Love yeah. It. yeah. Susan, this has been an absolutely amazing conversation, uh, a ton of value, a lot of actionable advice, strategy, and things that people could use. Gang, if you are watching or listening, if you want to learn more about this and don't fall into the trap of with these five advices, you could figure this out. Go attend Susan's uh, masterclass, watch her perform and deliver her thing and um you know make it easy for yourself mm. the link is in the in the comments below and it's in this descriptions of the show and uh it's happening uh next week and if if they can't catch up catch that next week version when is the next time you're going to do it if they register for it and they can't make it they will get the replay but they have to register to get the replay and they need to register to get on um our distribution list so that we can send them the information for the next one. Okay. So if they're watching this after listening to this, if they watch this after next week, then as, as long as they opt in, they will hear from you yes. the next time you're doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. We invite everybody to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beauty. Mm -hmm. Susan, is there anything uh, that you'd like to add that you feel like we didn't talk about? Yeah. I just think that this has been really fun. Um, I've really enjoyed um, being on your podcast and um, being in your space and having the freedom to just have a lot of fun and explore. And um, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time and making this really a good experience for me. Likewise. Great to have you. This was a really amazing conversation and thank you for sharing your knowledge and wisdom and you did not hold back. I appreciate that. Um, gang, thank you for joining us as usual. Uh, uh, we specialize in one page marketing plans for our coaches and consultants that we work with. Uh, if you wanted to just get a hold of us, just go on Google and search for simple marketing formula. The first result is usually us. Take a look and check the dates for the next upcoming workshop and we will be there. And as usual, make sure to like and subscribe to the channel that you're watching through share this video and this training with someone that could use it, ask a question, tag a friend, and uh, just do what you can, right? And uh, I look forward to seeing you in our next episode. My name is Mustafa Hosseini. You're watching or listening to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs, and I look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Bye now.